0: Hey, 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 it's Michael here for Oilers Live Tuesday and another season predictions edition. I've got the gentleman from the Heavy Hockey Network. On my right, I've got Mr. Ryan Lotsberg. You can find him on Twitter at. Uh, Lots Rye. Then uh, next to him we've got Kirk Morris. I find him on Twitter at KMrights1. Right below those guys, we've got Dash at Dash in the Park on Twitter and Mr. Mike Dursa, Mega Thread Mike Dursa at Mike Dursa on Twitter. Thanks guys for joining on the eve of another regular season, the 22-2023. NHL regular season. Pretty excited. You guys, uh, anybody going to the game? Oh.
1: Unfortunately, no. Oh,
0: that's disappointing. It's disappointing. Not the answer I was hoping for. We c- clearly have not scripted this. All right, so we've got a few questions tonight. We're going to ask questions tonight and see, get your answers, go from there. And we're going to try to uh, see what your predictions are. What I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, turn it over to Dash. Not the best thing that I've ever done, but I'll do it in this case. And we'll get a bit of a review of uh, last year's uh, season predictions and uh, see how everyone fared. Uh, the, uh, last year's season predictions were Lotsberg, myself, Mike Dursa and Dash. And, uh, about the same time last year, Dash, go ahead. Let's,
2: uh, give us the recap of what we said last year. All right. As quickly as possible, I would say you asked us right around 20 questions each. Uh, the overall totals on the predictions were that, uh, you yourself had about four out of Twenty, I give you a little credit because you actually didn't answer, I don't know, four or five of them. You took the out because you were the host and refused to pick a Stanley Cup champion because you said you were going to edit it in after, so you sounded smart. Um, That said, Dursa had six out of 20. Ryan had four out of 20 with some absolute blasters along with it. And I ended up with seven. Um, None of them were genius, but a few of them just kind of fell in line. So uh, we did pretty good. Some of the highlights were um, uh, you asking 20, how many Oilers would have 20 goal seasons? Uh, Both Ryan and I picked five. Um, I was actually accurate enough to say that there would be five, but nobody would have more than 30 other than Connor and dry who would have over 40. Uh, so that was a pretty good one. Um, Dursa nailed Dry points almost to a T. Dursa nailed Bouchard's goals scored. Uh, he picked a dirty dozen and it was 12. Um, I came pretty close to picking the final four. I had New York versus Tampa Bay and Edmonton versus Colorado, but unfortunately, I had the Islanders in there instead of the Rangers. Um, I was the only one to pick any of the trophy winners. Uh, we all kind of gaffed going pretty hard on our Euler Homerism there. we all had McDavid for the heart and Durse had uh, nurse for the Norris. Um, but I was uh, the only one that grabbed McCar and, uh, he-Bear told me that was off the board.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's be honest about this one.
2: A <laughs> uh, couple easy ones we all had was who would be the st- starting playoff goalie, which was Smith, and, and we were all right. A um, couple other funny highlights were you guys all picking Trey Living to be the first GM fired. Uh, I thought that one was pretty good. Um, He-Bear did really well on Bergevin. He'd be the first GM fired if it wasn't Trey Living. So I uh, thought that was pretty accurate. Well, that's the funniest quote I think was perhaps just Ryan's ongoing bantering of Toronto and, and how how much he detested them. Um, perhaps the one that made me laugh out loud was they're just throwing a bunch of fourth liners like bunting at the wall and trying to see like what sticks like spaghetti. Um, he also Lotz, he also said that Caroline and Toronto would take a big step back and that Winnipeg would take a big step forward. <laughs> <laughs>
1: i'm trying to repress those memories dash
2: dash did <laughs> Not-
0: pick um uh, who'd you pick for the vesna dash
2: i picked halibook
0: yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> i had a few uh, winnipeg homerisms in there too i actually agreed with ryan that they were going to do well uh, my funniest quote was you want disappointments toronto because because screw toronto that was ryan um Yeah, I thought that was pretty good. I picked L.A. to be a surprise team. Uh, Oh, Dursa said that Vegas is going to regret trading Marc-Andre Fleury a lot more than they realize. Boom. It's good times. Let's see if we can do it again.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a fun episode, guys. And uh, thanks for joining me as usual. Uh, Just an update on the game. Uh, Speaking of Vegas and L.A., 1-1 now, tied in the second and uh of course um tampa bay loses its uh season opener against the rangers three to one for the rangers with sabinajad uh doing something that hasn't been done i guess since what did you say kirk
3: 1938
0: 1934.
3: Nineteen thirty four. to start out the season getting a short-handed and then a power play goal
0: nice nice that's starting to sound like baseball stats <laughs> But that's ESPN for you, man. Yeah, yeah. That's ESPN <laughs> trying to make it uh, relatable, I guess, to the folks yeah, out there. There you go. All right, guys. So uh, you know the drill. It's going to be a um, hundred or about a hundred questions, about a dozen questions tonight. I might add in a couple that I didn't give you prep you for, uh, just to put you on the spot and see what you know. And uh we'll um we'll take it from there. There's a couple that uh, give you a chance to give you a bold prediction. You got thirty seconds. Uh there's no horn, but uh, I'll just let you know when time's up. I'll yell it loud. I might even put you on mute. Who knows? We'll see how that goes. Uh I started you off off mute this, this week, so that's good. It's always a good sign we're off to a good start. So all right, guys. Uh we're gonna get right into it. And um Let's start with, we're going to do, let's start with the Eastern conference. So first question up is going to be who will win the Eastern conference. We're going to say regular season and then in the playoffs. And, uh, we're going to start with Kirk. You're the man today gets your uh, first one, Kirk. When you're ready, you're on the clock.
3: Hey, for, um, the Eastern conference champions, I, I decided to go with Carolina, big shocker, but then, uh, it's a repeat of last year's, uh, playoffs and, uh, I chose the New York Rangers to, go, uh, to win the Eastern conference in the playoffs.
0: All right. Five seconds left. Not bad. Not bad for your first time on under the <laughs> clock. That's all right. Okay, we're going to go to Dash next. Dash, are you, uh, you ready? Oh, sorry. I want to get you on there. Hold on. There we, there we go. There we go. All right. Dash. You've
2: asked me to be on this show 32 yeah. times, a record-breaking 32 times for a reason. I, I was born ready.
0: You're up. Clock's ticking. The
2: Toronto, I'm aware, the Toronto Maple Leafs, will do their regular season thing and uh, come out of the East on top uh, and do their playoff regular thing and bow out in the first round uh, where the Florida Panthers will finally make their rise with the changes they've made in their organization and come out of the East.
0: Wow, that's actually a bold prediction. That's pretty good. I'll give you that. All right, Mr. Dursa, are you ready? I am. Yeah, okay. You're up. Yeah, I'm going to roll
4: with the city so nice they named it twice. New York, New York. I'm taking the Rangers to come out of the East on top and to go to the Stanley Cup Finals this year.
3: Big
0: Rangers fans here tonight. Ryan, we're saving the best for last. You usually got uh, something up your sleeve, something good. Eastern Eastern Conference regular season and Eastern Conference playoff champion. Who do you have? ear up.
1: I'm not going to take any big risks on these predictions here. I'm going to agree with Kirk on the regular season, and I'm going to go Carolina. I like what they've done in the offseason, and I'm going to go back to the old well with the Tampa Bay Lightning doing what they do best in the playoffs and returning to the Stanley Cup finals.
0: Wow. All right. Tampa Bay, that's actually, I think that's bold this year. Uh, you know, especially starting the year off with a little bit of controversy. Um, so that's, uh, you know, some stuff happens like that, and you see how teams respond. Of course, there's a lot of vets there. Yeah, but,
1: they got blown out in Pittsburgh, in the, or against Pittsburgh in the opening game last year. and They made it a couple miles still. So I ain't yeah.
0: worried. Uh, hard to bet against them. Hard to bet against them. Uh, I am going to go, seeing as I know Dash is uh, – Keeping track here, and I better I better say something, or or man, I'll hear about it next season. <laughs> uh, Especially when you're wrong. I yeah, I you know, I like the way Durst is thinking. I actually think uh, Carolina will come out of the regular season, and then um, the Rangers. I think Dursty also picked the Rangers coming out of the com- uh, conference championships. Uh, Rangers look pretty good this year, so we're gonna go. We're gonna go with them. Let's uh, move on over to the Western Conference. We're going to start with the Western Conference. Last time we started with Kirk. Uh, This time you're going to be up on the clock, Durst. So Western Conference regular season champion and then Western Conference playoff champion. And we're recording, by the way, just in case you wanted to know. Yeah. (laughs) All right, you're up.
4: Well... I hate to do this, but I'm going to say the Colorado Avalanche are going to come out of the Western Conference and
0: win another Stanley Cup. And another Stanley Cup. You're already answering. You're answering another prediction already. All right.
1: That's what All we
0: right. do. Yeah, you're, ruined, you're ruining the timing of the show here. <laughs> all right ryan you're up next so western conference regular season champion western conference playoff champion and we haven't started on stanley cup yet so we'll get there <laughs> all right you're up
1: all right i'm gonna go with the avalanche to win the west in the regular season and i think that we're gonna rematch in the western conference final Avs oilers I think that the abs have progressed a little bit and the Oilers have gotten a little bit better. So I'm going to take the Oilers to go to the Stanley Cup final.
0: On an Oilers podcast. How bold of you. (laughs) Right on. Right on. I can't uh, disagree with that. That sounds good. Kirk, you're up. So we're talking Western Conference regular season and Western Conference playoff champion. You're on.
3: I hate to sound like a broken record, but uh, I got to go with uh, the same picks as Lotzi there. Uh, Colorado winning uh, the regular season uh, Western Conference uh, title, and then Edmonton beating them to go on and to win the Stanley Cup. Well, we're year. not
0: on Stanley Cup yet, guys. Nope. Apparently, we are. Tell ya. Rutgers. All right. Dash, you're up. Come on, give us something bold. Give us some bold prediction. Western Conference regular season, Western Conference champion. What do you got?
2: It pains me. Hmm. Oh no! Probably gonna
0: do I have time to mute
1: yet?
2: That it (laughs) will be the Calgary Flames regular season and playoff champion. Playoff. Western Conference champion will be the Edmonton Oilers. All right, all right. I can
0: take that. I can be. A, I mean, that's that's when it matters. That's when it matters. Yeah, damn right. All right, all right. So you keeping track of this? I'll answer this one here. Western Conference regular season. I'll go with the Colorado Avalanche. No big surprise there uh western conference champions really want it to be edmonton um but i'm probably going to take colorado again in the uh in the western conference finals and i hope i'm wrong of course <laughs> i'll be cheering to be wrong on that one all right now i feel like we don't even need to do this one anymore only half of you need to respond <laughs> Will the Avs repeat as Stanley cup champions? If not, who's going to win the Stanley cup? Give me something like your thoughts on, uh, you know, anything about it that, uh, might be bold. Dursa, you're on the clock.
4: Well, I think in the Western conference final, we, we, uh, we're, we're there. We, we do not get swept this time. We make a series out of it, but, uh, Colorado just a little bit ahead still. And, uh, like I said, they, they win another Stanley Cup.
0: All right. Kirk, going straight to you. We already know your answer. Give us yeah, something more. Well, I blurted
3: out my answer. So uh, I think we have the edge in net. Uh, and I will explain the reason later on with my bull prediction NHL-wise.
0: All right. All right. I love it. Teaser. I love it. I love it. Spoilers instead of teasers. Yeah. Dash, you're up. Who's going to win the Stanley Cup this year?
2: Ladies and gentlemen, your Stanley Cup champions will be the hometown Edmonton Oilers. We can do it, you guys. Um, I'm not sure we have the team right now. Uh, and I believe we will make the moves that we need to at the deadline. I think Colorado's taking a step back. I don't think anybody on Colorado has proved anything. Uh, I do think we'll see a repeat in the second round with the Flames, again with the Avs, and then the Oilers win.
0: All right. All right. That's fair. Uh, you redeemed yourself. <laughs> you, you're back. You're after my heart again, Dash. You're <laughs> after my heart again. I'll go work. Ryan, you're up. Stanley Cup champion, anything you want to say about it? Go ahead. You're up.
1: I've got Tampa Bay and the Oilers in the final. And my turn to give a painful answer here. I'm going to take the Lightning to continue their dynasty, if you want to call it that. They ran into a bunch of injuries last year and still made that series competitive against Colorado. Edmonton could score their way to the cup finals, but uh, they're going to learn a lesson, a lesson on hard defending from Tampa Bay.
2: You're taking Tampa Bay. Bay. What if Drysidel has two good legs?
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> Tampa
2: Bay. I honestly didn't
0: of see that coming.
1: In of the <laughs>
0: wow. No, I didn't see I didn't see that coming. Tampa Bay. Alright. All right. So I picked uh New York to come out of the east, Colorado to come out of the west. Um I am going to take well <laughs> like Black Mascari says predictions are always tough. Guess I'll follow Dash's lead there in everything and bets huge sums of money on it. Oh I forgot, I'm broke. That's probably because you bet on Dash the last time. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll take New York. I'll take you the Rangers. Have lost more. Rangers to be uh, back into cup contenders. I, there's something about. I think maybe Dash hit it. I mean, I'm not even. I'm. I'm still a little uneasy about taking Colorado to come out of the West. Um, there's a lot of changes this year on these teams. This is not like, you know, the years of um, of Tampa Bay, right? Like where they kind of come through each year with the same same big core, right? You're losing Kadri. Uh, you're losing um Kemper right like you know this yeah yeah I mean this is this is a big that those are big changes right I mean Tampa's
2: bringing back the best goalie in the universe Colorado's bringing back Frankie and Georgiev yeah we don't even know who the starter's gonna be
0: yeah yeah and, and, and I think that's um
2: Whoever's I mean, that's a worthwhile hurt.
0: discussion, right? So, you know, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I certainly wouldn't bet on Colorado. This is for you, Black Massacare. Maybe you can make some money off of this, but I wouldn't <laughs> bet on Colorado uh, to come out of the West. I mean, it, you know, we're going to see. I mean, the same goes for, I get, Dash, I get what you're saying about Calgary, right? Like there's a lot of things to love about their lineup, like how it's how it's put together, defense, goaltending, Uh, You know, whether Huberdeau and and, uh, Kadri, you know, are, uh, you know, ample better than uh, Goudreau and Kachuk, which most of us believe, I think. Don't forget Uyghur. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, and then Uyghur on defense and, and he's being paired with Tanev. But the challenge that I see in Calgary is much like, you know, I see in Colorado, which is this is a team that's put together. This is the first time they've been put together, right? Like you've not seen Huberdeau play. In Calgary ever so do you, you know is he back to being a hundred plus point guy to make a hundred points in this league what is it you need 1.22 per game or 1.33 per game can't remember what the thing is 1.22 I believe so you know that's a that's a pretty big deal and Calgary didn't have any any injuries last year right um, I think it'll change Anyway, anyone got any thoughts to say before we move on to the next question? All right. I've shut you right. all up. Didn't Doing something right.
2: According right. to a new uh, poll I saw out there, 91% of people are satisfied with their lives and the other 9% are Calgary Flames fans. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so true. That's, that's accurate. That's accurate indeed. All right. Okay. Let's go to who will be... The first coach fired. We're going to start with Mr. Dursa. Let's do coach and GM. Okay. First curveball. Yeah. Yeah. First curveball. Because you got 30 seconds. So I'm going to give you a second to think about it there, Durse. Um, Because, you know, I'm adding in, uh, in uh, GM. You've thought about coach, or at least I think you have. Um, now you're going to think about, uh, think about the GM. So let's, um, let's go there. Durs, you ready? Ready. All right.
4: You're on. Tortorella is the first coach gone. (laughs) That's pretty damn bold. (laughs) That's actually my joke. Uh, I'm going to go actually, I'm going to go Peter DeBoer and Kelly McCrimmon, both gone in Vegas.
3: Hmm. Isn't DeBoer coaching uh, Dallas? Yeah, he's
1: in Dallas now.
3: Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Who's coaching uh, Mike Sullivan
1: is coaching? Hey, I mean, no, good yeah. prediction. Oh, yeah. He's saying that
3: <laughs> he's right. that DeBoer yeah. will get
2: fired in Vegas. Whoa! He is, he is. gone. I, as a
1: coach
0: gone. of the
2: Stars, he's fired in Vegas. <laughs>
0: he is gone. Cab wow. ride
2: home. <laughs> oh man! Good thing you brought the experts in tonight. <laughs> like,
0: what are we even doing here?
4: I had to say Tortorella just to make you guys laugh. Hopefully, I
0: did. Yeah, yeah. Well, you made us laugh <laughs> on the next one too, so it all, all works out in the end. <laughs> all right, you want to change that, or you got you're gonna sick. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna I'll, I'll say
4: Mike Sullivan in, in Vegas is the guy. Yeah, sure. He's he's gone. Okay.
0: Okay, I think uh, Bruce Cassidy. You
3: mean. Uh, Bruce Cassidy was in Vegas? Wow.
0: You guys are telling me the wrong info here? Wow! Pulling oh I I names the of out. a hat, man. He had it wrong
3: That's
4: too. I'll <laughs> wow. right, go. way off the board here. Claude Julian's gonna get fired.
0: He's not even coaching. Okay, right, we're going. He was it. the fir- he was the first
2: one fired last year. Good one, Kirk. We got you up next. Right before Bergeron. Are you? Jesus, uh, man.
0: Are you ready, Kirk? For this? Uh, is this a basketball so, yeah.
2: podcast? Are we doing Dursa's Bulls predictions? We should be. Uh... There we go. You want to talk about the Red Sox? Maybe. What's wrong with you? <laughs>
3: I um, just hold I thought on. You're this not even easy. up yet. Oh, geez. Wow. Well, get with the program. You say I'm wow. up, and then I'm not yeah, up. No,
0: you're up, but I'll tell you when to start. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the guy, the guys, like he owns the place already. All he right. Knows where the talent lies. All right, look at him. Look at him. You just you're gonna start when I say you start. Not yet. Just hold on. Hold on. All right. You can go.
3: Um, I thought this was a pretty easy one to predict. Uh, Lindy Ruff out of uh, the New Jersey Devils. Um, and as far as the manager goes, I got to lean towards uh, what Dursa said there. I got to go Chuck Fletcher with the Philadelphia Flyers. He couldn't manage his way out of a paper bag. Personally. Oh, yeah,
0: that's, uh, I mean, that's not a bad, uh, bad one. All right, who's up next? We got uh, Ryan Ryan up next. Ryan, you ready for this one? Yeah. All right, you can go now.
1: All right, I'm going to start with the GM. And I agree with Kirk on this one, actually. Chuck Fletcher in Philadelphia. There's a whole bunch of mediocre going on there. You hire a to try to win, and that's just going to be a failed experiment. With the coach, I'm going to go Peter Laviolette in Washington. I'm looking at their defense, and it's pretty weak, and their forward group is aging. It's a competitive division. I think they fall out, and Lavi gets fired.
0: All right. Yeah, that's not – those aren't bad. Those aren't bad. All right, Dash, you ready? Oh, yeah, buddy. Oh, yeah, you're ready. I know you're ready. Okay, you're up.
2: All right. As much as that scrambled dog's breakfast that Dursa just gave us was just a (laughs) bunch of verbal diarrhea, he was right. It's going to be Carly McCrimmon as the first GM gone in Vegas, and the first coach will be fired will be Mike Sullivan, but from Pittsburgh.
0: From Pittsburgh? Not from Vegas? (laughs) I think that was the best – that might have been the best uh, best ever. All right. All right. He made
2: me think twice when I saw Mike – when he said Mike Sullivan because that was already my pick, and I'm like, yeah, what?
0: <laughs> no, I think that's uh, – those are good. Those are good. I, I actually uh, – I'm going to steal that. I wasn't thinking McCrimmon. Um, in fact, I didn't have a GM in mind, but that uh, – I think that's probably – the most likely, when the more you put some thought into it. And if I had to guess in terms of coach, I'm actually going to go with Hackstall in Seattle. Um, I just, there's uh, already, you know, fans screaming. There's, you know, a desire to see a little bit more happen there. Uh, we'll see. It depends on how Seattle starts the season, but that's who I'm going with.
2: Add-on question, because I don't think that, and I'm, I'm, I don't know whether you guys saw this or not, but uh, when the odds came out on all the websites, uh, gambling websites, Sheldon Keefe is on the top of every single list for the first coach to be fired. Um, I wholeheartedly disagree with that. Uh, I think Toronto will be fine in the regular season, but since we're talking about that, what are your guys' quick thoughts on Keefe being the first coach fired, or Dubas being the first GM fired? Because I do think there is a chance Dubis could lose his job at the end of the season.
0: Yeah, I, I mean that for me, I was gonna say Dubis when we for, when I first asked the question and then I thought there's no way he's getting fired mid season. Exactly. Yeah. It'd be exactly. end of
1: season. I think but, it'll be an yeah. ugly divorce after the season. Yeah. Yeah.
3: His contract's up, so there there will be no contract renewal and I think Keith will be gone with the new GM coming in.
0: Yeah. Unless pretty, pretty unless the unthinkable happens and Toronto goes past the first round, whoa,
1: yeah. whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa,
0: Talk about hold. <laughs> yeah, talk about. I mean, I did say unthinkable. I did say <laughs> unthinkable. Let's uh, let's remember that. All right, guys, uh, we've got uh, we've got lots more questions to go through. Next one up is. Let's see. First, coach fired Stanley Cup. Let's uh let's continue on before we get into the Oilers stuff. Uh let's go with who your sleeper team or dark horse team will be uh for the regular season. This could be east or west, but a team that you think will uh do the unthinkable, make the playoffs, uh overachieve, anything like that. Uh, You let me know, and um, who haven't we started with yet? Dash, I don't think we've actually started with you yet, have we? I don't know. So, we're going to start with you, Dash, the sleeper team, dark horse team for the NHL regular season.
2: You're up. When the off-season moves happened this summer, um, one of the biggest things that jumped out, to me was a few different teams particular maneuvers and, and one that really kind of slapped me in the face was the Detroit Red Wings you know they, they kind of looked like they were going for this rebuild and these first round picks and I don't know if Eiserman just saw a big amount of players they could get at a really good price and said screw it I'm getting them now but I really like the improvements the Detroit Red Wings have made this year
0: alright that's a good answer Eiserman's a smart guy I don't think there's anything wrong with that. The eyes are plan. Yep, absolutely, Lotsy, you're up. What's your thoughts? You're on the clock.
1: Honorable mention to Detroit and to Ottawa, but I think that the dark horse team is going to come out of the Metro, and I think it's going to be New Jersey. I like what mm-hmm. they. I mean, Subban leaving helped them a lot. It was a sneaky good play to get John Marino out of Pittsburgh. Then you're adding rookie Alexander Holtz. They added uh, Andre Pallat. You got Jack Hughes who's ready to break out this year. You got Nico Hissier. I like where the Devils are at.
0: Okay. All right. I like that. That's not bad. All right. Kirk, you ready for this one? Yes, sir. All right. Oh, I love your patience. You're
2: on.
3: (laughs) Well, I, uh, once again, I, I got to follow suit with the, the lads there and say honorable mention there to Detroit. Uh, sorry, Tess, uh, they're one step away from making it. I just don't trust Huso. Um, and I had uh, a sleeper pick there back in uh, in in the spring. I said, Ottawa will squeak in, and I'm sticking by it. Ottawa will squeak in, just barely.
0: All right, good one. Good one, Ottawa. Uh, I, you know, before we start, I mean, I've been thinking about this one when I put it in, in the questions, but is Ottawa a sleeper? I mean, they made so many changes. Like, I think people are going to be expecting them to do, you know, half decent. The division it they're in makes
1: them a sleeper. Yeah. Like, they're still in a division with Toronto, with Tampa, with Boston, with Florida. Fair enough. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right. When you put it that way,
1: Lotzi, you
0: trust in Nadel-
1: Nadelkovich,
3: Chris? Kirk, whatever the fuck your name is. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Wow. Wow. Um, well, I don't know, man. Like y- You go past Nadalkovich, who they got is their number three. Nobody. So you're basically trusting Huso to last the entire season, maybe play 60 games, if that. You could probably go 50, a 50-40 or a 50-35 split, maybe a 40-40 split in games between him and Ned. I don't know because it's his first full season, right? So, yeah, yeah. So I, I or second, pardon me. If you want a clue, last year there he played most of last season because Bennington was so bad from St. Louis. But, yeah. but yeah, I I just I don't know. It's it's an if either if if I think if they're a good defense. Tandem. Well, if That's the defense, you know, in front of them plays well, who knows? You know,
2: Cider's pretty good. Yeah. All right.
0: Durs, you're up. You ready? Yep. Yeah. Okay. You're on the clock.
4: All right. I'm going to make Jeff aid really happy and say the Buffalo Sabres are not going to make the playoffs, but it's uh, a good segue there. Um, I, I like what Ottawa did in the off season, but hearing Cam Talbot's hurt uh, a little bit banged up uh, that could take a little bit of a toll on them. I, I, I don't know if I would call this a sleeper pick or, or not, but I, I think the Pittsburgh Penguins are gonna surprise a lot of people this year and be back.
0: Yeah, it's definitely not a sleeper pick, but it's uh it would be a surprise if they did super well, I think. But I mean, you got Crosby on your team, he's still considered, you know, top ten in some circles, top twenty in in others. I mean, hell of a player. All right, so we got uh, Ryan. You said uh, who was it? Jersey, Jersey, Kirk, Ottawa, Ottawa, Mike was Pittsburgh, and Dash you were Detroit. I, you know what I, I, it's been bugging me, but I think um, I, I actually you joked about Buffalo. I, you know, <laughs> look there. if if we're talking sleepers or teams that. You know, might surprise you. Buffalo's that team for me,
2: Craig Anderson.
0: Yeah, yeah, but you know, I mean, this is the thing is, you know, there's um, it's just a matter of like, there's got to be a sense of uh, you know, Granado's there, he's you know, there's a little bit of pride. Uh, we'll see what's what's going on. I mean, this is this is a different team now, they got you know, rid of Michael, so <laughs> like. They were starting to play half decent at the end of last season, and they got some everybody good...
2: there's on the uptick. Yeah, yep. yeah, they've got on some
0: talent, and... yeah. Anyway, here's ours, I, here's, here's a bold prediction. Comrie. I, I
3: I I predict uh, Tage Thompson will score forty.
0: Oh really? That is yep. a bold prediction, but he's a talented player. Yep. Two forty on the yep. scale, or forty goals? <laughs> <laughs> Both. <laughs> again, though, again, Kirk, out of out of order. We've got, yeah. <laughs> we
2: got bold predictions coming up. Oh, he's
3: got oh, something yes else that. that. He's
0: always oh, got. Something.
3: That wasn't my one,
0: but yeah. All I'll right, all right. I give you that. But he, uh, he, Tage Thompson, don't worry, he'll still
2: blurt out Jack Campbell for the Vesna at some point
0: in time. <laughs> We're going to have to do trophies, I guess, at, close, uh, close. in this one. We'll have time. We'll have time to do trophies. All right, continuing on with the league. We did uh, sleeper team. We are going to do uh boldest NHL prediction for the season. And I think, Dursa, we're going to – no, let's not start with you. Uh, Latsy, let's start with you. You ready? Boldest prediction prediction? for the NHL season. You're on.
1: All right. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that the Edmonton Oilers are going to lead the NHL in goals scored. I believe they were sixth in the category last year, but a full season of Evander Kane and uh getting a deeper top nine with guys with a Dylan Holloway coming onto the team and potentially even contributing in the top six. I think that'll make a big difference. And uh no two eleven and two stretch will also help with that.
0: All right. All right. I, I think that's uh that is bold. I think, you know, it's not unlikely, but it's bold for sure. Kirk, you're going to be up next, because if I didn't put you up next, you'd probably blurt out another bold prediction anyway, so <laughs> I figured I'd better get you in here quickly. All right, Kirk, you ready? Yes, sir. All right, you're on the clock.
3: Okay, I predicted, my big, big prediction is Colorado run into goalie trouble again with François, getting injured, pulling a hammy or a groin or whatever, trade for Connor Ingram from Arizona, and by season's end, he will be the starter for the club, not Gorgit. Hmm. All right. All right.
0: I didn't see that one coming. Goalie stuff out of Kirk. No big surprise there. No big surprise. Durst, we're going to go with you. You ready for this?
4: Always ready, man.
0: You know, every time I go to your screen, you're like further and further down. Like by the end of the night, you're going to be like on the couch sleeping. Uh, yeah.
2: It's That's a right. strategy. He wants that bear picture in the view <laughs> by the end of the show every time. You get, the bear's getting more play time
0: than you. All right. Let's,
1: by the bear.
0: <laughs> so I'm going to start
2: asking the bear questions here pretty quick. All right, Darius, you ready? I understand your You guys are barely paying questions. attention anyway.
3: Yeah,
2: there it is.
4: You're, you're up. You're on the clock. Go. So my bold prediction is the most handsome coach in the NHL also wins the Jack Adams.
0: Oh. Wow. I like it. I like it. I don't think it'll happen, but I like it. All right. Uh, Dash, I guess you're last up, are you? You ready for this? I mean, you're born ready for this.
2: You know, I think those predictions from Ryan and Dursa about as bold as vanilla. All right. Oh, we have the we have the two greatest players in the world and we might score the most goals. And we've fired every coach for 20 straight years, and this one's gonna take us to a Western Conference final, and it went within Jack Adams. Shocking guys. Here's <laughs> wow. what's gonna happen this <laughs> season. My bold finished. prediction is that Jack Hughes will increase his point total by at least 30 points. Ah, won't happen. <laughs> uh, you
0: never know. I, you know, I just think Hughes is too small. Like, I think he's going to be a player in the league, but I just think he's too small. What's What are you saying there, Kirk? What are you whispering? Overrated. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know if he's overrated. Just overrated. I just Man. think he's a little bit small. All right. So, oh, Lotzberg, you're saying Oilers, uh, gold goal scoring champions Kirk, uh, something to do with goaltenders and hamstrings. Dursa, Mr. Wood. I don't know, but
2: the bear's eyes are in the picture now
0: too. <laughs> Woodcroft for the, uh, Woodcroft for the, uh, Jack Adams and dash
2: dash picked, uh, Dursa for the Kevin Weeks award.
0: <laughs> Kevin Weeks award. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, like Dash Dash says uh, he's, He went Well you you did go off the board on this one Because uh, I mean Is Hughes even relevant out here uh, So an additional 30 points To where he was 56 last
2: points year. last year He'll have at least 86 points Potentially a 90 point player
0: Alright My bold prediction Just because I'm an asshole uh, Is I think that the Flames and the Florida Panthers will have constructed a lose-lose trade, and both teams will see significant drops in points. I don't know if that's
3: a wish or a
2: <laughs> or a bold prediction. It's a dream uh, I had last
3: night. I don't but I'm going with it. Uh, it is a dream. It's, it's a dream Calgary. There has some, has some health problems. That's, all. Well, that's bold. Very that's
2: tragic. bold. That's better than those other two yahoos. Yeah.
3: Well, yeah you know what? You never know. Right.
0: And is Kadri, you know, is he a uh, top second line center on any other team? Not shielded by McKinnon.
2: I just give Dersen credit for saying my bold prediction is that Connor McDavid will lead the NHL in scoring. <laughs> 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 Whew, throw the That's dice. Yeah.
0: All right. We're on to Oilers stuff. We are on to Oilers stuff here. Now we're going to go, going to get right into it. So we're going to start with Connor McDavid. 150 points on the over-under. We'll do both, actually, McDavid and Dreisaitl. 150 points on the over-under. If you want to give more detail, feel free to give more detail. Dash, I'm going to start with you on this one. So Connor McDavid, over-under, 150. Leon Dreisaitl, over-under, 150. And if you've got time, give us some detail. You're up.
2: Uh, Under and under, which is absolutely ridiculous ridiculous to ever bet against Conor McDavid on the under on anything so nobody should take my advice here but I do believe Connor will do Conor McDavid things and I do believe it's Conor McDavid's league and everybody else is in it that's at 150 is a lot of points you guys a lot of points Um, especially for today's league I took the under on 140 last year and I was right so I'll go 135 and uh, 124 for Dreisaitl
0: not bad. Those are those are pretty decent guesses. All right. Uh Kirk,
3: you're up. You ready? Yes, sir. You're on. Uh Connor will be not over, not under, but he'll be a dead even 150. Whoa. And I took the under with dry at 135.
2: Flipped a coin and it landed on its edge. All right.
3: Yes, sir.
0: All right. Uh, either of them doing fifty
2: goals, Kirk.
3: That's coming up.
0: All right, we'll get. I that. didn't get that question. I didn't get that question either, but we might as well ask it at some point. All right, we will ask it. We'll ask it. We'll put that in the uh, in the question pool. Uh, all right, we got uh, Dursa. You ready? Ready to go. All right.
2: You're just on. kind of wondering
4: if Dash is reading my script here or not, but uh, I'm no. <laughs> just waiting for a... the bear's ears to show up. <laughs> all right. I've got I've got McDavid uh, on the under and I'm 135 points is what I had written down. Um Saddle on the under as well. I'm going to say he's just back a Connor with
0: 130. Bad. Take that. Ryan, you ready? Yes, sir. You're up.
1: So, math time from last year, McDavid had a stretch where he went 13 points in 14 games. In the other 110, he got 66. If he'd have continued at that same pace all year, he'd have been at 137 points. So even if he increases his point total a little bit, which I think he will, he's getting over 140, which 150 is crazy. I am not think I don't think he'll get to 150. I'm 141 points for McDavid.
0: Okay, and Dry Dreisaitl?
1: Dreisaitl, I'll go 120.
0: 120. All right. All right. All right. Well, it is a predictions episode. So I think uh, nobody took the over. I I might as well take the over because if (laughs) I'm right, you're all wrong. So I'm going to take the over. Uh, Plus, I think to uh, Latsy's point, right, there's a lot of differences in last year's season. I mean, there was a whole stretch there where not a lot of points are scored at all. So I think if, um, you know, I think that if... um, we have a more consistent season. You got uh, Kane on his wing all season. Maybe you even mm-hmm. see some other players. Like, you, this is the first time where you've got a top six that you're not scared to have on his wing. Uh, so I think he's going to be producing a ton. Plus, I I don't know. I mean, I've I've never seen him play like that in a preseason, like in a long time, right? Like, he just... Uh I I know we say this every year, but he just looks faster again, right? If it's possible. It's just that that was mid season for him. I expected a lot out of him, so I'm gonna go with the over. And then uh dry I uh, I mean on the under. Uh but um, you know, just to add a little bit of color, I wouldn't be surprised to, have, you know, another it's at least another fifty goal, fifty point, fifty assist season. So um I don't think anybody's doing that at his uh at his pace, uh, it's just absolutely unreal. It needs to be talked about. All right, we'll go to the goals uh, right now, Kirk. We're going to start with you on goals because uh, he brought that up. So, uh, question is: Oilers to hit the fifty-goal club this year? Who and how many? And maybe um, we'll tack onto that because we did it last year. How many goal? How many Oilers over twenty goals this year?
3: <laughs> you guys are going to think I'm completely batshit crazy with this wow. one. just before you say that kirk
0: i'm just gonna say we already did so you're not gonna lose anything <laughs>
3: we already we already had you there all right you're up on the clock uh 20 goal scorers on team i had 10 um half of them hit 30 plus <laughs> and i had three McDavid with fifty, Leo with fifty-two, and Kane with fifty-two. Oh
0: my God! You gotta have McDavid. Are we playing Markstrom every
3: night? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: it's
3: Where's called that? having the best cheat code in the world on your team,
0: Matt. You know what? If you're right on any of that, I mean, you look brilliant.
2: And if you're
3: Kane wrong, didn't man, have on a full it, season last year, right you're right on That I'll, I'll grow
2: my beard like yours.
0: <laughs> Do it. Uh, That's That'd awesome. <laughs> that Kane awesome. didn't
3: have a full season, man. He's got a full seat. He's got four more coming up. So it's fair, never fair. It could never be hit three. forty,
0: man. It could be three, but yeah. no. He's never played with McDavid though either.
3: That's right. Yeah,
0: that makes a big difference. All right, Dash, you ready? Mm-hmm. You sure? You had this right last year. You even had nailed uh, it. How many nailed it? Even had how many guys over thirty? All
2: right, you're up. The Edmonton Oilers will have five 20-goal scorers again this year. Uh, Kyler Yamamoto, Zach Hyman. uh, Vander Kane will have over 30. Drysider will have over 40. And McDavid will have 53 goals to go with his 82 assists. McDavid will score 50 because he wants to. And you That's don't have Drysdale scoring fifty, over forty. I said, okay, but not you're not committing to fifty. Okay, this is fair. But David's the only one. It's his turn because he wants to. Austin That's did fair. it. Now, now Connor will do. All right,
0: uh, Ryan, you ready?
1: Yep. Let's do it.
0: Okay, you're up.
1: So for 50, I got two guys going over 50. I got Leon. I have him at 61. Because <laughs> screw you, Austin Matthews. And I've got Connor McDavid at 52. Everyone thinks Evander Kane's going to stuff the net full of pucks because he's playing on McDavid's wing this year. But I think everyone's expecting that. And uh, Dreisaitl said Connor could score that many just because he does not shoot enough. So I'm thinking Connor will be open for more shots at 52. And oh, I'm way over time, but uh, 20 goal scores. I got six of them McDavid Dry, Kane, Hyman, pull you Dylan Holloway.
3: Holloway, JP
2: won't be on the team, yeah.
3: I had Holloway too on my
0: list, you yeah. Holloway on your list too. All right, yeah, Dirt, sure. you've got the uh, benefit of having heard everybody. You ready? Yeah, you going past 10
2: for 20 goal scorers like how many Well that's games?
0: that's bold yeah I'm not there <laughs> All right here
2: you're, you're on the clock there's was bold with 7 last year yeah. let alone yeah. 10
4: I've got I've got 3 50 plus goal scorers I got McDavid right. uh hitting the 50 goal plateau Leon Dreisidel coming in at 63 points which equals Michael Jordan's record for playoff points in a game goals um i'm gonna take evander kane um eclipsing fifty goals as well at fifty two um twenty gold men i believe there's gonna be six on the team this year and uh what else
0: you need
2: just for you to clip that he said that dry would get sixty three points
0: yeah <laughs>
2: oh, goals yes
0: all right all right I mean, we weren't we're not even in the bold predictions category yet guys like we're getting some we're getting some good stuff here all right I love it i love it all right let's uh let's see so i'm up i'm up on the clock here fifty fifty goals uh you know what i'm gonna go with three again more wishful thinking than wrong with you guys thinking. yeah but i i do i, I my my heart tells me again that connor will be just short if if i'm being honest i think it'll be dry and then mcdavid and um mcdavid and kane will both be over 40 and pushing 50 uh, but not exactly there i'd go your with answer 3 or 1 yeah i'm i'll go with what i actually think'll happen 150 goal scorer again is dry Pushing for uh, the Rocket Richard, as usual. McDavid and, and Kane will be pushing 50, but won't quite make it. As far as 20 goal scorers, I'm going to go with 4, uh, 5, 6. So uh, 20 goal scorers, I've got McDavid, Dreisaitl, Hyman, Kane, Yamamoto. And then I'm going to go a little off the board, and I'm going to say Bouchard uh, gets 20. Uh, this year it'd be my 6th um that's so that's um that's kind of my thing i you know i'd love to see obviously we want to see mcdavid hit 50 one time in his career i i don't know i don't know that he's you know and and i think with kane on there like if you think about the two of them on a line like 80 goals or even you know close to 90 goals between two two guys that's a that's a ton of goals if if either of them or both of them hit 50, um, you can expect a lot of PTSD around the goaltending world this year, uh, because those guys will be, that'll be like a torrid clip for the two of them to be going at that pace. Um, like that's that's over a goal a game for that line, right? That's, um, that's a pretty big deal, but you know, if anybody could do it, right? Don't bet against McDavid, that's for sure. Uh, We do have some comments. Um, Some stranger says Dubis will not have his contract renewed. Ottawa made a lot of moves this past offseason. They could be dangerous. And speaking of goaltending, this is a team we didn't talk about, but Ettinger might take Dallas further this time around. Uh, Dallas is not a bad uh, dark horse or sleeper team. I mean, there's an expectation they'll do Something, but they're the kind of team you know, if Ettinger gets hot again, right? They they go that extra step. So
3: they actually have a great goaltending tandem, too. Yeah, yeah, and him and Scott Wedgwood.
0: All right, so we've got uh Oilers' goals, we've got um uh, Connor McDavid, Leon Dry settle on the over under. Uh, who on the Oilers will have a breakout season this year? Dursa, we're gonna start with you. You ready for this one?
4: Oh man, what, what, do, what do we got here?
0: You need to see the Oilers roster first before you answer,
2: <laughs> or just pay attention.
4: <laughs> yeah, no, I was checking some.
2: <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah, no. <laughs> we're on a show here, Oilers Live. It's a podcast um, we do every once in a while. Once. Yeah. All right. You want to just say you'll be right back and leave?
0: That's
1: okay. <laughs> That's... <laughs> have the bear take over for
2: a minute. Right. Max, it's time to fill in. Yeah, Durst, you ready? <laughs> uh, what's the bear's prediction? Yeah. Oh man! Are you ready or not? He <laughs> doesn't
3: actually, know the question. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Who's, which Oilers going to have a breakout year this year? Oh, okay, we got this one. All right, yeah. you're on the you're on the clock.
4: So, so this question's a gimme. I'm going Dylan Holloway. I don't think that's a gimme. No, it's not a gimme.
0: That's it? You're using your 10 seconds? We well, wasted the rest
2: know. of it not paying attention. Dylan, yeah. <laughs>
0: Dylan Holloway. All you right. Run, you should have run the clock while I was trying to figure out what you asked me. <laughs> I should have run the clock. You're right. Lotsy, you ready? Yeah. All right. You're up.
1: I'm going to Yessa Puliarvi, uh, who's on the cusp of a breakout last year, but uh, had a few too many long stretches. He went six, eight, 14, nine, and six games without goals at points throughout the season last year. That's not going to happen. And he, if he plays all 82, is an easy path for him to get 20 goals, 25 assists, 45 points. So I'm going
0: to All right. Kirk, you ready for this one?
3: I think so. (laughs) Let me see here. Is it one of the goaltenders? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Is it
0: one of the goaltenders, Kirk?
3: No, it's not (laughs) one of the goaltenders.
0: (laughs) It should be because it goes with the theme here. All right. All right. Who you got, Kirk? You're up.
3: Uh, If he uh, goes on the third line on the right-hand side like he did in er, in, uh, California, Jesus, Carolina and Carolina thank you I'm going with Warren Fogle for a rebound year a rebound year well that's right. bold all right
0: I'm not sure that he ever you know <laughs> I don't think he was any better than he was last year ever I mean that's what you expected of him but we'll go with rebound <laughs> all right dash 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 you're you ready for this Need some extra time.
2: I'll always take extra time. (laughs) All right. You're up. You know me. Wait, what's the question? Yeah. 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 (laughs) Uh, You said it actually accidentally in two different moments there, buddy. Um, It is going to be the goaltending and it's going to be Stuart Skinner. Stuart Skinner is going to start more games than Jack Campbell this year. And, uh, his breakout season is about to happen. Just like the guy you mentioned, Jake Ottinger.
0: All right. That's bold. That is bold. I would, um, I wouldn't be against that. Uh, all right. Uh, my guy for breakout season. Um, I'm, I'm just going to go with Bouchard. I think he's going to get uh, more time on the power play this year. I already said it earlier. You know, I, I expect him to get 20. Um, and I think, the more he plays and the more he, you know, momentum, he picks up, he's just going to get more ice time and, and better, better minutes and uh, expect big things out of him.
1: You know what, I'm actually surprised that none of us said Ryan cloud. Yeah. And, I was and it was, it season. was
2: my initial thought and and said to myself, I think everybody's going to pick McLeod.
1: <laughs> I, I was trying to think. Say, big dude, he <laughs> like, He'd be my second choice. Yeah, well said. Yeah, yeah sure. I mean, me, me I was even think, Me too. I was even yeah. going to
3: say there that McLeod would score twenty this year, but I think that would be going too far. Yeah, yeah I think so too. Points. And it's uh, more
2: sure. utilization for McLeod than anything. Yeah, for, right? yeah, exactly. I think yeah. he'll accept his role and, and excel yeah. at it. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, you know, I mean, if he if he did twenty though, I mean, this is a team that's. You know, fight If if McLeod, I'll go this far I'll say if McLeod Gets 20 goals this year, that means The rest of the team is doing super well And this might be close to a President's Cup Looking team You know who I thought you were going to say Actually
1: (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, oh yeah, they would Yeah, if he he scored 20, sorry, go ahead, Dash
2: Uh, The President's Cup is for horses It's the President's Trophy President's Trophy, yes
0: (laughs) 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 President's Cup
2: is golf I don't know if there's a horse joke to go along with all the bear jokes, Um, but I'm surprised you didn't say Bouchard. I said Bouchard. Oh, sorry. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that? (laughs) See what I did there?
4: Isn't the President's cup, Cup yachting?
0: It's golf. I did probably like 20. The President's Cup is also what they give away in the queue. For the
2: <laughs> for the team. Also when they the give cue. the guy that pays attention the most in this podcast. So I'm going to in. Yeah.
4: <laughs> it's All Ryder right. C- Ryder Cup's yachting there.
0: Now we're going to go with uh, Pacific Division. And uh, <laughs> if not the Oilers, where will the Oilers place? So, um, you know, for most of you, I suspect I know the answer. <laughs> Some of you are wrong. And uh, let's uh, yeah, let's get it out of the way. Let's start with Dash. Uh,
2: let's rip the Band-Aid off. Yeah, I hate Band-Aid saying this off. and I really do, but Dash, the Calgary Flames are going to win the Pacific Division. They've got a team that... Uh, I just, I think they got more going for him than they did, which is crazy to say, but they played another year under that system. Sutter's going to have a more dedicated team. They're going to be more mature. I don't think that this is going to look good in three or four years, but it does look really good right now. Markstrom only sucks against the Oilers and they only play us three times this year. I just really think that the the consistency that Sutter brings to that team is what we're going to see through 82 games and, and there's your Pacific Division champions. All right. They can hang another f-ing banner for it, too. They're so proud. Where did they the Oilers to place? The second, and then beat them in the playoffs in five games or less. All right. I can take that.
0: I'll take that. I can't
1: take that. I, I can't take. I can't support Flames' love
2: here. <laughs> well, go at her then, seed What do you got? <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. We'll you go got to the Ryan. juice?
0: Ryan, you
1: ready? You're up. Yeah. Bro. That'll be pretty easy. Well, first of all, let's just all shake our heads and glare judgingly a Dash <laughs> for his plane's pick. But I'll take it. Oilers with the Pacific. Good. I think it's an easy choice. McDavid, dry settle, improved goaltending, Easy choice.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, I feel just... shame.
2: Can I just take his eight seconds to say I feel shame?
0: Luchansky.
2: You can take that. Yep. is listening in. On YouTube. Come on, yeah, good one. There's the there's the line of the night. There's your joke. There.
0: Them, good one. Check it out.
3: One, all it. right, Kirk, you ready? You're on the clock. It's not going to be Calgary. <laughs> I can guarantee you that. No, it'll be Edmonton. Simple answer.
2: I hope you guys are right. All right, all
0: right. Last uh, but not least, Dursa, you're up. You're on the clock.
4: Yeah, I think I should eat my notes after hearing this Calgary talk. Edmonton I used to hear the question. Yeah, terrific! Edmonton wins the Pacific in both the regular season and postseason.
2: Wow!
0: All right, can you win the Pacific in postseason? <clears throat> well,
3: I really guess you can. I guess yeah. you can. Yeah. Thanks for
0: continually providing
2: here. the outtakes. <laughs> All right.
0: All right. Uh get a Pacific uh Pacific division banner for your right. Pacific or Pacific
1: Specific or
2: Pacific Pacific.
4: <laughs> we won the Pacific last year and we're gonna do it again this year.
2: All right.
0: My take Oilers win the Pacific. Uh, I should have asked who's all gonna be playoff team out of the Pacific and
2: three or four teams, but we didn't ask. That is out. a good question, actually. It's a good debate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well
0: let's have let's have a quick discussion about that because Kirk Scott look there's that. there's lots of people that are saying Dark Horse here every year that uh and they've said this for a long time, right? That the Pacific division is the worst. Um they all say the Pacific's the worst in the league, and yet they go on to always talk about how great Calgary and Edmonton are uh, the last couple of years. So you got two teams that everybody thinks are top contending teams in the worst division in the league. Like To me, that doesn't make a lot of sense, but you guys think the uh, Pacific division is sending three teams or do you think it's uh, sending four, possibly five teams into the playoffs this year? It's open.
3: Me, uh, I'm going to go with three, possibly four. Uh, Empton, Calgary, Vancouver, LA, Vegas is a no go just because of their goaltending.
2: There's your hot take. I don't know, Canucks man. I know you're all over it, but
3: Demko's gonna stand. It, Bruce Boudreaux is gonna ride him into the ground, but they'll make the playoffs and then they'll Demko's just, down good. Yeah, he, he'll just fall apart. I can just see it from a mile away. Bruce Boudreaux's done it with every goaltender, he's done it with Holpe, he's done it with uh. What you call it? There, Talbot and whoever else, or when when he was in uh, when he was in Minnesota there too, uh, Dubnik, pardon me. Yeah, he rode him right into the fucking ground too.
0: Anybody else got any? Uh, Ryan, what's your thoughts?
1: I think that only three teams out of the Pacific are gonna make it, being Edmonton, Calgary, and L.A. Um, I think a team like Vancouver could push. I think Anaheim might make teams a little nervous, but I think there's just too many strong teams in the Central. Like you got Colorado, St. Louis, Minnesota, Dallas, Nashville. Maybe Winnipeg with a new coach this year. You never know. But like, I just think the Central's too strong. There's too many teams kind of transitioning in that upward slashed rock bottom phase right now in the Pacific.
0: Yeah. Okay. There's
4: Edmonton, Calgary, LA, and uh, the Ducks are going to be close, but uh, I think we only put three teams in.
0: The Ducks. What's wrong with you guys? <laughs> All right. Dash. There's no good clock Perry
1: anymore. So <laughs> Dash, no <problem>. what's, your,
2: <laughs> what's your take on this? Oh, give me more than thirty seconds! Are you kidding me? The Ducks, you guys, what's wrong with you? Seventy-six points last year, and it's going to take hundred to make the playoffs. You guys think the Ducks are going to make a twenty-five point improvement? I'm going to say I Ducks. Make I thought they'd oh, close.
4: close. Close. Okay. Toward, 90, okay. So they had the a fight.
2: twenty-five point improvement. That's ridiculous. And the Ducks have to pass the Knights and the Sharks and the Canucks to do it. Not a freaking chance. It's the Ducks. That said. I do agree with everything Lotsy said. Is that hockey
4: team going to be better than Vegas? What are you talking about?
2: (laughs) Maybe. Um, I think it's it's the Flames, the Oilers, and the Kings repeating, and uh, in the other division, um, you know, in the Central, we'll see five. I think like the key question that comes out of this, you guys, is if you're going to take a fourth team from the Pacific to make the playoffs, which Central Division team are you taking out? Because I still got the Abs, the Wild, and the Blues. So that means you got to take out the stars or outlaw the predators again, and make sure the no, Jets I'm aren't sure. going to make a run. And yeah, I don't disagree, I but um, then who are you taking out? The stars? If you take four or five from our division, who are you taking out? The stars and the Blues? No, you the know, wild? you
0: know who I'd take out, not and you and you keep saying them, but I'd it's take right. out the Blues if you're going to take anybody mm-hmm. out. I'd take the Blues really? out. Really? Yeah, I'm really? not saying that I would. But if if there's like if we're talking about a team that I you know might bet on to underperform this year, that's the fourth guys.
2: best team in the conference last year. Yeah, even an underperforming Blues is still a playoff team. Exactly. Hmm. Oh, Darsa finally said something smart. <laughs> I said three Pacific teams are making playoffs. I didn't say four. I said a fourth team will be close. Kirk said four potentially. I mean, you think? Right. I, know. So, I just stand I know, and if it's potentially four, then potentially who comes out of the central? I think that's the—that's the, Dash the, is Dash the question. You. <laughs> you know me.
4: Yeah, we know your stick. That's
0: right. All right. I mean, I yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I think like, what do we got for goaltending? Bennington and Grice, right on uh, on the Blues, right? I don't know. They
1: replace David Perron.
0: No. Uh, uh, well, was, I mean they've in got Detroit.
1: Yeah. yeah, but like did they did the Blues replace him though is what I'm asking. Oh.
0: Well, I mean they've oh. got O'Reilly and They've got Cairo. <laughs> yeah,
1: so they <laughs> you know, that doesn't answer the question though. They didn't add anybody to replace David Perron. Oh.
0: It is I mean there's contract years coming up, but the guys are a little bit older, right? Uh, O'Reilly, Tarasenko are on contract years. I think
3: they trade Tarasenko because he um, underperforms as well.
0: Well, and he asked for a trade last year, right?
3: Yeah, nothing happened.
0: I just, my gut's telling me that the Blues are the guys that are looking to be the surprise underperformers this year. Um, That's to say, uh, so my answer to the question, because I didn't answer, um, I, you know, I mean, realistically, the uh, Central's got more teams that'll make a push uh then then the pacific i just i do think though the pacific it's hard for me to to agree with everybody when you got two of these top teams in one division uh like because calgary and edmonton are, are for sure um you know the guys that could make a push vancouver vegas la should be back in there uh so you know i'd take calgary edmonton and los angeles for sure um but it, you know, a lot rides on, you know, whether Vegas rebounds or not. I don't think they will. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. Stone. I saw Stone playing tonight. I watched a little bit of that game. He looks. Uh, he looks pretty good. The dogs in the background making a bed.
3: Merlin <laughs> making an appearance.
0: Merlin's making an appearance again on the podcast. This is fantastic. It's like four weeks in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Four weeks in a row now. Should never remove the bed behind me. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, so that's my guess. All right. Let's move on to the next question. All right. You're muted. Next question. No, I did it go. on purpose. I was trying to get, the, get that out of there. Um, did we did we do boldest oiler's prediction?
1: Yeah. Not yet no.
0: We have not. All right. We're doing boldest oiler's prediction. And then we're going to actually before we do that, <laughs> we've got we've got uh Tara, We did do boldest oilers, oiler's prediction. Oilers girl says uh, to clarify, President's Cup is equal to golfing, America's Cup is yachting. That's ah. right. Um, I think president's cup, I mean, we'll be talking about this forever now, <laughs> but I think president's cup is also the QMJHL
3: trophy. It is. You're yeah. right on that one. Yeah. yeah. It is. President's uh, cup. All right.
0: So we're, we're up now. We are, let's do trophies. Cause I actually like that one from last year. Uh, so we're going to do the heart trophy, the Vesna trophy, the Norris. The Jack Adams, guys, you like roll these off, and then we're going to add in the Calder Trophy. Only because there's s- some potential that we could have a candidate this year for the first time in forever, and it's the only trophy we've not won, right? Uh, where the Oilers have not won. I've certainly never won it. All right. Uh, who hasn't gone first in a while, Kirk? I don't think you've gone first in a while. You got all that, so you got Vesna, Hart, Norris, Jack Adams, Calder. That's five trophies, thirty seconds. Tell me when you're ready, and I'll hit start. Getting there. Uh, give her. All um, right,
3: you're on the clock. Okay, Calder would be Holloway. Uh, Vesna Demko. Hart would be McDavid, Rocket, I hate to say this, but Matthews. Uh, Jack Adams would be uh, Gerard Gallant. Um, Norse would be McCart. Did I say that already? Nope. And what else? Vezna. the of the Year. That's Vezna. it. Vesna. I said Demko.
0: Oh, did you? Yeah, sorry. Demko. Yeah. Wow. That one, I didn't see that one coming. All right. All right. All right uh let's go with uh dursa you ready for this one let's go i mean uh kirk did add in a couple of trophies there if you want to add in some trophies too i know the two of you are terrible at listening to instructions so (laughs) 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 might as well go for it uh but the main ones here we got Hart, norris calder jack adams and vesna all right and you're ready yeah. You're on the clock.
4: We'll run the gauntlet. We'll go beyond. Conn Smythe. Uh, <laughs> oh, jeez. Kale, geez, Kale McCarr. Hart Trophy. Connor McDavid. Calder. Dylan Holloway. Vesna Trophy. Uh, I'm going to go with Vasilevsky on a limb there. Uh, Norris. Kale McCarr. Art Ross. Trophy. Leon Dreisaitl. <laughs> uh, Frank J. Selke. Uh, Ryan. Hopkins. <laughs> <Jeez. Foster. laughs> <laughs>
1: Someone other than Bergeron,
4: there's a hot take. Yeah, yeah.
2: just taking home trophies. Jack, <laughs> Adams, funny, I, yeah.
4: Jack Adams, I said Woodcroft. Um Maurice Richard will go with uh Dry And uh Vesna, I already said yeah, I think that's it, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs>
0: that's that's <laughs> it, yeah. Bit, yeah. I think you forgot the stick boy trophy. There we go. We'll do right. that one. I'm sure that'll go to the Oilers' stick boy, too. So, all right. All right. Uh, Latsy, you ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Go.
1: My pick for the heart every year is McDavid. I don't see that changing. Rocket, Leon Drysdale. Vezina, Igor Shesterkin from the Rangers. Calder, I'm going to go Owen Power from the Sabres. Norris, I'm going to go Roman Yossi from the Preds. (sighs) And Jack Adams, I'm
0: gonna go Rod Brindamore from the Kings. Brindamore, Rod the Bod. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. That's a decent one. That that would be a
3: that would be in the top three definitely.
0: Yeah, he was in the top three this last year, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
3: Really?
0: Yeah, he was. All right, uh, Dash, you ready?
2: Yeah, I'm lost in all the trophies now. I guess.
0: All right, well, there's there were five specifically richard i'm not talking like uh, accomplishments trophies i'm talking the ones that people vote on was the ones i was trying to pick <laughs> mm-hmm. um but uh you know what i mean nobody else listens to me so why would you start <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go cry in the corner what there's your 30 certain seconds things that get
2: up? me invited back on 32
0: <laughs> that's right that's right all right you ready
2: one of them isn't slamming my glass down on the table as hard as I can. <laughs> the other one isn't letting my dog circle around and behind me. Hey, Anyways, I'm ready.
0: You're on the clock. Uh,
2: similarly to my good uh, colleague Ryan there, I've got Owen Power for the Calder as well. And I've also got Roman Yossi for the, the uh, Norris. I think there'll be some sympathy votes there for, uh, for Makar getting it last year. Uh, I think Shastirkin has a chance. He's probably going to finish... Top three. Um man, I hate to say it. It's it's gonna be Markstrom. Uh Sutter's got a better defense to work with, and Markstrom already had 25 shutouts last year. Uh Matthews wins the Richard, McDavid wins the Hart and the Art Ross. And I'd go with Paul Maurice for the Adams this year. Oh, I think Woodcroft will be there. Woodcroft will be in the top three,
0: though. You stole my Adams vote. Even though I I did say earlier that I hope the uh, Panthers get absolutely demolished.
2: I <laughs> no, picked the Panthers for the, I know the you Eastern did. Finals. I know so. you did.
0: But I, I think if anybody, um, you know, my next one up would probably be Torts. Um, just kidding. There you go. I'm trying to steal one from you. Maybe guys. Sullivan in Vegas. He's got a chance. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Or DeBoer, DeBoer in Vegas. DeBoer in Vegas. He's definitely... <laughs> Kiefer, Suther- Kiefer Sutherland I heard he's the coach in Vegas
0: maybe <laughs> Emilio Oh man You know the Jack Adams is such a tough one to, Tough one to pick Isn't it Like I mean you know any yeah. team that sort of uh, Goes above and beyond Like if, if Toronto does really well you, you Keefe is going right Like he's you know he's winning Right if uh, You know I don't know I I um, I, I would have taken Maristo, like, as my, my early thought, right? Like, you've got a new team. And, uh, hey, if Calgary does as well as you think they're going to do Dash, I mean, Sutter's definitely yeah, got a shot I know. at it. Mm-hmm. Uh as sad as I that is. I already picked
2: Markstrom. I didn't want to punch myself yeah, on yeah. the nuts more than I already
0: had. Uh, Vesna, I'm going to pick Soros. I think, uh, you know, it's uh, actually it's a decent bet, a safe bet, right? I'm not going off mm-hmm. the chart on that one. Um Nashville looks like they'll you know compete again this year, so I take sorrows there um heart yeah I mean, it's so hard to bet against mcdavid the The problem that I have you know with us continuously predicting mcdavid for the heart is he's the only player in the n h l that has to prove he's not the heart winner, right like you know it's it's always you know who else can we pick, and so i you know i've come i've got this sort of you know, feeling now that they'll just pick somebody else because they don't want to go pick McDavid year over year, which to mm-hmm. me is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, but it's got to be McDavid. It should have been McDavid last year, and uh, and it should be McDavid this year, although we haven't seen the season yet, but I'm going to guess. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what it should be. And, and when, you know, before it was because they didn't make the playoffs, right? Like, it's always some reason why it shouldn't be McDavid and he's the only guy that they're making reasons up for. Uh, so there's that, uh, who else we got? Jack Adams. I said, um, Vesna, I said, uh, Calder. Oh, did you, did you guys pick Calder? Uh, I'm going to take, um, you know what? I, if Holloway sticks, I think he's actually going to be a favorite for the Calder, right? Um, and you know, my mind might change twenty games into the season, but uh if Holloway's playing top six all year, then uh, you know, it'd be like uh throwing spaghetti against the wall, right, Lotzberg? <laughs> we get <laughs> we really? get a guy we get a guy that uh overexceeds based on utilization. I mean, he's a super talented player, so you know, I've got no problem taking um, Taking Holloway for the Calder only because it's again power uh, though power looks good. Uh plus if he wins the Calder, I got a an upper deck card that'll probably go up in <laughs> in value. So I'm not, not against him taking the Calder. Uh what was my last one? I think you got it. I think I got did all. The, yeah.
1: What jack I I out you were gonna go Paul Maurice Did you dead. do the rocket?
0: Yeah. Uh, well, Rich, uh, I think the Rocket, I, I think it's going to be Matthews again. I mean, I would love to see Drysidle win the Rocket Richard. I think he'll always contend. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, you know, he just continues to do what he does. Like, there's so many things that I think make Drysidle better than Matthews. Um, but as far as pure goal scorers go, um, that's Matthews far and away. He just, he doesn't have all of the other talents that go along with Drysidle, right? Dry will be close in goals year over year. Uh, and and a leader in assists and Matthews will always be goals, right?
4: I I, yeah. I kind of think that the added dimension that we gained towards the end of last season will open things up a little bit more for Leon with the you know, a full season of, of Kane on this club.
0: Yeah, but you know, the the thing with Leon is like he's got so many tools that he doesn't need to score every time. Right. Like that's like, what's Matthews going to do? He's not the same kind of passer that dry is like no. he can't, he can't set up the easy tap in. Yeah. You know, just, or the yeah. slick reverse pass. Um, he just doesn't, you know, he doesn't have that ability that, he, you know, And I'm not, Matthews no slouch as a playmaker, but he's certainly not. He's not dry Um Dry just has all the tools. And that's why he doesn't need to score 60 to be efficient. Uh, he scores fifty-five because he's just good at what he does. Uh,
4: I, I agree. I agree with that, but I think things will just come a little bit easier to him because the, with that added extra uh, gut threat to score, uh, they might sleep on Leon a little bit more, and he'll pot a few more.
0: Yeah, you know, I'll go so far as to say, right? Like again, you know, if Leon scores sixty this year, again this. This team is, you know, winning the America's Cup, right? Um, (laughs) President's trophy, right? Like, if things are going that right for this team, then they're going, like, all the way, right? Like, if if Leon's scoring 60, uh, you know, Bouchard's scoring, if if, uh, McLeod scores 20, right? Holloway scores 20, uh, this team is next level, right? Like, then I would... You know, I would suggest you know at the midway part point of the season we'll know full well who's you know who's taking home the president's trophy. And it'd be Edmonton, right?
2: Better Jordan Spieth.
0: <laughs> yeah, George, Jordan Spieth is likely. He's he's the next Art Ross winner. You wait. You
2: wait. Xander. <laughs> Uh, Can I ask you guys a quick question on that a little bit? I think I'm a little bit surprised on some answers because you all had Colorado and the Rangers um, winning conferences and Stanley Cups and not one of you guys picked Gallant or Bednar. If Bednar takes these guys to the Stanley Cup championship again, I I can't
3: I I, I picked uh, Gallant uh, to win the Jack Adams.
2: Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. I
3: actually thought
0: you. My My bad. I picked the Rangers. I thought East you picked Boudreaux,
2: since you love the Canucks so much.
3: <laughs> Just like you love uh, Daryl there in the, the Flames, right? <laughs> there, right, you right.
2: There, there you go. There you go. It was Gerard Gallant, <laughs> not Boost Boudreaux. GG not BB, my bad. Well, he did pick Gallant.
0: So you led Badner? that you led that Colorado goes back by by to the I've cup been, and I listening to you guys, which clearly you weren't. <laughs> All right. All right. What do we got? What do we got left? So we did. Uh, oh, last one is bold predictions for the Oilers. Right. We did
1: that already. No, we haven't done that no, yet. We haven't
0: done that yet. Nope. I was talking about it. And then I decided okay. to do, uh, do uh, trophies. Done four. Hmm. All right. And we're going to close it off with this. Cause it's like five in the morning here in Halifax. All right. We're going to close it off with Oilers bold prediction and let's uh, start us off with, you know what, Dash, we're going to start you off. So this is a bold prediction for the Oilers and whatever it is, you just go, you can do one, two, three bold predictions or however many you want. You got 30 seconds. You ready?
2: You're on. All right, building off my breakout player, um, bold prediction number one, Stuart Skinner starts more games than Jack Campbell. Uh, Prediction number two, we pick up Patrick Kane at the trade deadline. And bold prediction number three, we hoist a Stanley Cup for the first time in 33 years, but we don't win the division.
0: All right. That's fair. Durst, you ready? I am. All right. You're on the clock.
4: So my big, bad, bold prediction for the Edmonton Oilers is that Saturday night when I am in a box uh, watching the Oilers in flames, we kick the living shit out of them and I go home happy. That's it. That's Not bold. That's not not (laughs) bad. I already kinda had a bold one
2: with that wasn't a prediction. That was a spoiler.
4: Wood Woodcroft yeah, Woodcroft was gonna win Jack Adams, I guess was really my bold prediction.
0: (laughs) That is pretty bold. All right, Lotsy, you ready? Yep. You're on the clock.
1: My bold prediction for the Oilers this year is that Philip Broberg will be in the top four by the time the season ends. You know, I look back to what Evan Bouchard did last year, having 23 games or 20 games played in the NHL and then doing what he did, emerging as a second pair D. Phil Roberg's in the exact same spot this year. He's not on the roster to start of the season, but I think he'll work his way on. And I think his skating is good enough to get him into that top four spot.
0: I just about choked on my chips here.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna
2: add, I'm gonna add another bold prediction based on right. what Lotzi just said, and that Nemo and Ahernay will both pass Broberg on the depth chart this year.
3: Oh, all right, spice spicy meatball. Yeah,
1: dun, dun,
0: dun. yeah. I don't. I I think that is bold too. I think you're both wrong,
2: but uh, they're bold predictions. You're Going with my boy yeah. Jeff Ade on this one.
0: They're bold predictions. Yeah, Jeff is uh, he's. um
2: we got Jay, right Jay,
0: Crockett on, uh, Jay Crockett on YouTube says bold prediction: Bouchard wins the Norris. That would be something, but uh, unlikely. Would be great though. Would be great. Kirk, you ready?
3: Yes, sir. All right, you're up. Okay, I uh, had it. Mine's very, very simple. Campbell and Skinner win the Jennings Trophy. Wow, plain and simple
2: that trophy still exist?
3: Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, talk now about we are got to go another Hertz. round of
2: Jennings.
4: It just hasn't <laughs> been in Edmonton since, what, Fur and Moe.
0: Yeah. Yep. And um, I don't years, expect. I mean, I guess, you know, that's a bold prediction, right? Bouchard winning the Norse. That's a bold prediction. Broberg top four. I mean, it's bold, but uh, Jennings.
2: Yeah. That'd be
3: That's strategy, right? uh,
2: Markstrom and Vladder for the Jennings. Oh yeah, is that who you think? Of course. Yeah. I'll also take McDavid for the heart or for the con Smythe.
0: Oh yeah. All right. Uh bold prediction. Are you, are you scouting for the flames this year?
4: Or? <laughs> I just said
2: McDavid for the con Smythe. Sit is, back in yeah. your couch.
3: <laughs>
4: and you also call in to win everything
2: else.
3: I know. I don't know. You picked Markstrom for the Vesna, <laughs> and the Jennings,
2: buddy. It's fucking... got two arms to carry two trophies.
3: Jesus, you know why he blurs, blurs his background.
2: Two. You know why
0: he blurs his background. You don't want him to see the Markstrom jerseys behind him.
3: I was going to say that the the, <laughs> yeah. uh, the Calgary Flames specific banner there too. He's probably got already. out.
0: Jane on YouTube says uh, Campbell for Vesna. How's that for bold? No, enough okay. when you play thirty-five games. Um
4: I think we gotta rename our our podcast like to straight out out of the Calgary Tower <laughs>
0: <laughs> Straight out on, of the Calgary Tower. All <laughs> right, my bold prediction for the Oilers this year. Uh I don't think Campbell will win the Vesna. Um but I think and and this is bold given the state of our defense uh and um that I think the Oilers will be in the top half of the league in uh, lowest goals against. And, and yeah, I mean, you might think that's like not bold. I think that's bold. Uh, is
2: based on where we've yeah, been for the last 14 yeah, yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, but I, I, I think the Oilers will be better defensively than we expect. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that will have to do with uh, systems play and then uh, trusting the goaltender back there. Um, and maybe the emergence of uh, Broberg as a uh, Norris, potentially Norris candidate, right, lotzi <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I do. Yeah, I think, um, I think the Oilers are going to be much better uh, defensively than, than um, you know, I'm giving them credit for, and everybody's giving them credit for. At least that's again, a lot of these things are maybe wishful thinking for me. I just think, you know, much like, you know, we talk about the Flames all the time, talking about Florida, um, there's a lot of unknowns and the unknown for the Oilers is how do they do a full year, uh, under Manson as defensive coach and with a goalie that, and goalies, I feel that they can trust back there, mm-hmm. which, um, you know, I've said this time and time again, but, um, the, uh, You know, it's such a big difference as a defenseman if you can trust your goaltender, right? Mm -hmm. How you play. Yeah, you don't cheat, all those things. Uh, Shane on YouTube says, what do you guys think a full season of Woodcroft is going to be like? Let's finish it off with that. This is, uh, we're just going to have five minutes open discussion. And uh, against my uh, better judgment, I'm going to give Dash the last word tonight. Sure, he's not prepared anything, but I'm sure he'll figure something out. <laughs> he's got, he's got something in there. He's probably got a list of prepared statements somewhere. Um, all right, guys, what do you, I mean? What do you think? So we're going into the season tomorrow. Oilers are playing Vancouver. Uh, you know, the last question of the night: full season of Woodcroft. I mean, is this? Does this make a big difference for the Oilers versus last year? Do you think uh, the big addition of Woodcroft over Tippett uh, changes the fortunes of this team? Big time? Big time. Just Woodcroft or the Matson thing? or oh, both, like, of how do course. You? Yeah.
2: Both, of course. I think it's got to be both. I mean, they've both come up together. They've developed these systems together. Um, they've learned these players together. Uh, they've committed to a better team defense. They've committed to systems that suit this team's skill better, like the 1-3-1 one, one in the neutral zone. Um, you know, the difference between Tippett always having the, the center or the first forward back, whereas uh, Woodcroft always having the first center back, I just think it makes for a better system. With better defense comes better offense and more offensive opportunities. And... um you know, we we sat through the roller coasters of Tippett last year, not knowing where we were going to go in a ten game spurt, and the consistencies there from the coaching, the consistencies there from the players' expectations for their roles, the consistencies there and the goaltending, and yeah, I think defense is our weakness, but uh, we we got faster, we got a whole year of Kulak, and we got rid of Keith, <laughs> so I I'd, I'd argue like our defense isn't that much worse, so. Um, you know you take a step up from guys like Broberg, who will, but I still think you'll be leap by guys who take a bigger step up, so it'll be team defense um and that's how they're gonna do it, and that's all gonna come from Woodcroft and Manson.
0: Hey, Dersha, yeah. what's your thought on this? <laughs>
4: Um, yeah, I think a full season of Woody is going to pay dividends. Um, you know, last, last season we started out, I think 16, five and, and, oh, and then went into, uh, you know, a Maverick style, um, <laughs> caught in the jet wash flat spin and, and it, it didn't look good. And the thing that saved the season was Ken Holland actually firing a coach, uh, mid season and. Bringing up Jay and and Dave Manson and you know them them taking over the reins and and getting this team into the playoffs and and having kind of the most success successful season we've had here since oh uh, six, um, you know and during the course of the season it's hard to implement everything you you want to instill into players so now he's had you know that time plus you know this training camp and preseason and. You know we get to see what he can do with a full year and um you know evander kane came in and uh now we've got him uh as part of the fold you know coming up uh a goalie in in jack campbell i think that's going to provide um some consistency and some calm you know i think he's kind of the second coming of grant Fuhr, and uh in, in terms of kind of the, the calmness and the demeanor and the way he conducts himself. And I think it's it's gonna pay dividends. I I think we win the Pacific Division and, um, you know, go on another run and lock horns with Colorado again in the Western Conference Finals and make a series out of it this time, but uh, just don't quite have enough to get over that hump this year, but I think that comes next.
0: Yeah. Lotse, your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I think we saw the Oilers have elite stretches where they were one of the best teams in the league under both Tippett and Woodcroft last year. But the difference was that to 11 2 stretch where it it felt like it took two months, basically, middle of December through almost middle of February where they only won two games. But what happened with Tippett, it felt like he just ran out of ideas, he ran out of solutions, and he ran out of things to say. Woodcroft's messaging has been pretty simple and pretty consistent. We take care of today's business today. They stay in the present and they keep a level head. So it, it's a more professional way of going about your business. It's a more professional way of handling the season. And I think Woodcroft has shown that he's got tricks up his sleeve. He, he's not afraid to make some adjustments over the course of the season. So I, I don't think we'll see the bottom fallout for any length of time like we saw under Tippett. There's going to be ups and downs. You're not going to be the best team in the league on a consistent level the whole year, but I I just don't see a two eleven and 2 stretch happening with Woodcroft this year.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. I think this is going to be a consistent season uh, for a change. Uh, Kirk, last but not least on this topic here, thoughts of full season of Woodcroft?
3: I think... Um... It all stems back to the playoffs. Uh, Jay saw, and I think everybody else saw that Colorado was like pretty much like a total blitzkrieg war, you know. And you saw it against Edmonton's top guns there too. They silenced them with their speed. I think, uh, and it's I, I from today's uh, today's uh, presser there with McDavid. He said, "Yeah, we want to be fast." So I think they're going to, I think Woodcroft is going to, is going to apply that throughout the year. And he always has the nuclear option to have and mix McDavid and, and dry on in the same line. Sorley, I, Yeah. I just about blurred it. Um,
2: <laughs> but uh, McSorley, that's all I want.
3: <laughs> I, uh, I also, uh, I also think uh, with, with the goaltending there with Stuart Skinner, he knows him in like through and through they can lean on him pretty hard if he wants to. And that's the thing when things fall apart on the goaltending end of things, at least you have somebody that you can depend on and lean on if you need be like, and he's, he's had Skinner like for three, this'll be his fourth year going into his fourth year. So at least you have that to lean on. So as far as, uh, as far as Woodcroft will do this year, I, I think for a full season, I think right off the hop they're going to be better. Just just a little tweaks, and the one last point I wanted to point out, and I, I noticed this especially during the preseason games, they were pinching more at the defense, the opposition defense on on um, on the penalty kill, and I, I just just a little tweaks there. You have seen Hyman break out there? I think it was three times on a breakaway there. The one preseason game I, that that just caught me. That caught my eye, and I was like, "Well, maybe they're they're going to go on the flip side and be better on on the penalty kill rather than the 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 power play." Well, I think the power play is going to be lethal again, but just a little little additions there, little tweaks are on the on the penalty kill, I think they'll do great. I, I knew that's a accreditation to to Manson right there too.
0: Yeah, yeah, Manson's going to make a I I think a big difference. Um Yeah, my thoughts. I mean, you guys all said it. You know, team like this where you've got um finally some consistency uh from the start of the season with the, with a guy that I think utilizes the players in the system right for these types of players you know I I've just had so many um i had so many frustrations with Tippett when he was behind the bench like how he utilized players his his stubbornness Right. Like he just, whereas Woodcroft, you know, I think is that new era of coach that, you know, is willing to try different things out. Right. And see what works. Right. Like, you know, these guys are being successful in the league now. Like look at, you know, look at Toronto and Keith talking about maybe putting Marner on D once in a while, I doubt we'll see it, but it's the thought, right. And the thought process of trying something different and not being afraid to, to move away from, you know, traditional hockey, which isn't being played anymore. Right. These guys are too good for that. And, and, um, you know, a full season of Tippett is going to be, you know, a game changer for this team. And the other game changer in my mind is, is we're coming into the season where we've made additions and no subtractions, right? Like Evander Kane re-signing big deal, right? That's a big deal you know, that you have that, a guy that, you know, was on pace for, what was he on pace for? Over 40 last year, right? If he'd played the full season.
1: 50-something.
0: Was it 50-something? 49, maybe, yeah. No, I think it Including was. Including
2: playoffs, it was 49, I
0: think. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, you get those guys into the mix and uh, that consistency, and, and um, I think you've got a, you know, a recipe for success. And I said it, you know, I, th- I think, defensively we looked better at the end of last season too right after um you know Manson came in and worked with the decor I thought CC looked really good I think you know we a name we haven't mentioned today at all is Kulak I just did yeah yeah you just did but you know we'd you know we'd talk about like Kulak like his he looked good in preseason and um you know I thought he got better as the season progressed last year right mm-hmm. i expect a lot out of him i expect a lot out of bouchard i'm not maybe sold on uh, broberg yet ryan like it just it was it wasn't a great preseason um but if he you know if he's anything like the expectation and he uh starts to play with the extra body weight and extra muscle that he has then he's going to be a player right and i and i'd rather that for him than you know Nima Line and passing him on the on the depth chart, but at the same time, if Nemo Linan gets better, uh, he's the kind of guy we need come playoff time, right? So's Deharney, yeah, and Deharney, too, yeah. So, lots well, of good things. First. Uh, what's that? <laughs> oh,
1: he can
0: hit, but uh, I said Nemo's
1: got to learn to defend first, yeah. is great, but hitting isn't the same as defending.
0: No, 100%. I mean, that's – and that's why, right, like I think they're going to be more comfortable uh, playing Broberg right now. And, you know, preseason is preseason, right? Like the only guy that looks midseason form in preseason, only guys I should say are Dreisaitl and McDavid, right? Like, you know – Holloway. Holloway too, yeah. (laughs) I'm excited too to see, you know – like I think the one thing I love about, you know, you'd ever – you never feel bad about watching a Jay Woodcroft presser, right? <laughs> like you just kind of, you watch him, and, and, uh, he's you feel tingly. Yeah. Yeah. But, and he's so cautious about like, uh, you know, killing somebody in the media, right? Like, you know, he, he, you know, when he's, when he's figuring that, um, folks aren't doing well. Right. But he doesn't come out and say it, you know, it's he not like, tort. subject
1: and he chooses his words. Exactly.
0: Well. Yeah. yeah. I Earth like him. He's voted
2: the most handsome coach in the
1: NHL. Yeah, that's why. He,
0: that's why. He's just so damn good-looking. <laughs>
2: he's so damn good-looking.
0: All right. That's it for the night. We're going to have uh try to keep the last words quick. We've been going on for uh about an hour and a half, hour and 45. If uh actually exactly an hour and 45. We're going to go uh Ryan Kirk Durson and uh finish it up with Dash. Uh, I'll say my last words right now. Uh, Thanks again to everybody that's uh, tuned in. Uh, If you don't already know, the World Hockey Report has joined Heavy Hockey Network. We've got lots more, I think, lots more exciting announcements to go as far as the Heavy Hockey Network goes. Uh, Lotsburg, who's on here right now, keeps writing articles quicker than I can keep up. Uh, Kirk's got some in the works. Uh, Durson Dash as well. I know uh, new podcast. has got up. one coming. Jeff Aiden's got one. Uh, Eric Friesen just released a 99 Forever podcast with Brian Swain from TSN, uh, talking about the upcoming season. And of course, you know we didn't talk about. Uh, we still haven't really talked about the Oilers Hall of Fame. Uh, Ryan Smith being inducted into that uh, this year, which is pretty exciting for all the Smitty fans out there. Just lots of exciting things happening. And uh, as always, you know, uh, spirit of Thanksgiving, maybe I'm just uh, thankful to be a part of this and uh, happy to have you guys on here. And, uh, you know, it was a good, another fun season uh, predictions episode. We'll see um, how many I got right and how many you guys got wrong. All right. Uh, Latsy, you're up. Did you hear right, Well,
1: and I do better than last year on the predictions at the end of it. That was uh, not a good showing, but uh, hopefully this year's a little better. Anyway, this uh, last year I came on here in this season preview show, and I said that by this time right now in 2022, we'd be talking about the Oilers as a true contender, and that's exactly where we are. Now, this year we're going to learn a lot about the Oilers and how – handle themselves as contenders. We saw what happened in seventeen eighteen after they had a little bit of playoff success. They crashed and burned and missed the playoffs and didn't get back for a number of years. 16, I don't see so that much, happening man. this year. I, I can see them having a solid regular season. Playoffs are always to be determined, but I think we'll, we'll learn a lot about what the how the Oilers can handle themselves as true contenders this season and uh yeah excited to be with the heavy hockey network for a second season going to be trying to pump out as many articles as i can throughout the season probably won't be at the same pace that i did in the preseason but definitely (laughs) got lots of oily related content and uh yeah just looking forward to the year ahead
0: awesome thanks uh thanks ryan kirk you're up
3: Yes, sir. No, I just, as a final word, uh, like I said there before, there, I I really like what Woodcroft is going to be, just his pressers alone, man. It's just, you never hear the guy say a bad word. If it is going to be a bad word, it'll, it'll probably be in private. And even then, I I don't think he'd run anybody into the ground, just with his positivity. Uh, you, And today there with his presser there, Jack Campbell, same thing, like he never says a bad word he's always positive he's just he always has that positive mindset and i think i think it's infectious to tell you the truth you know it just filters down to the rest of the group so uh, you're gonna like you're gonna have peaks you're gonna have valleys it's how well you rebound from them them valleys and go forth so um, shout out to everybody who's been checking out all our work and Shout out to Cody Jansen, the boys there at World Hockey Report. Uh, Freaking huge to have you guys on. It's I'm actually kind of humbled, to tell you the truth, but yep. it's I think the future is only going to be brighter as we go forth here and adding more and more people onto the group here. So that's it.
0: Awesome. Cheers. Thanks, Kirk. Darius, you're up. Well...
4: I am looking forward to this season uh, probably more than than normal. Um, you know, they gave us a taste last year, and we got close. But uh, you know, as they say, um, Ricky Bobby would say, "If you're not first, you're last." So I, I want a little bit more. Um, you know, I predicted Colorado to win the cup, but that sure doesn't mean I don't want Edmonton to win it. Um, you know, don't really know what can happen. Uh, it's a it's a long season. Starts tomorrow, and
0: I can't wait. We'll see you then. Awesome. Thanks, Darius. And Dash, you're going to take us home tonight. Uh, Thanks again, everybody. Uh, Dash gets the last word, as we do every week on Oilers Live Tuesday. I turn myself on mute, and uh, somebody gets the last word. The rule, only rule is... They say goodnight when we're all said and done, and uh, I shut us down for the night. So, uh, still not sure how I feel about this, but um, I'm giving Dash the last word tonight.
2: Dash, you're up. I'll add this uh, record-setting last word segment to my record-setting appearance on Weather's Live here tonight, I guess. A couple of random stats I'll throw at you Just to start, Uh, it's been 35 years since the Edmonton Oilers have won the Pacific Division. Um, I've maybe never wanted to be wrong more um, and and have them go ahead and take that. But it's not something we do very often, you guys. Um, Speaking of, it's also been 35 years since the Oilers had 340 goal scorers at the same time, let alone 350 goal scorers at the same time. Uh, So I'd calm our jets a little bit there, I think. Um, I'd also calm the Jets on Anaheim going anywhere. <laughs> that all said, um, absolutely, you know, think Kirk said it the best, humbled to have CJ on board. Um, just, just fantastic news to have merged up with the World Hockey Report. Um, believe it or not, with that news that, that we announced, there might be just as uh, intriguing news still to come uh so so keep tuning in and, and eventually we'll get there um as far as other things just to highlight on um looking forward to getting back in the saddle with Thursa doing some straight off the pipe I, I know we love to bicker on here and, and if you love hearing us bicker that's a really good place to have it isolated
4: i can't see you leaving Hebert because you ask him one question and then he changes his mind and agrees with you
2: so can you mute him he's supposed to be on mute this is my last word uh that said, big stortini hug for everybody. I love you guys. Um, Kirk, waiting for the invite. Uh, Lottie, thanks for all the articles, buddy. Honestly, keep pumping it out. You made made the website, you know, look fabulous this spring. Or this fall, pardon me. Um, other than that, I would uh just maybe finish off with saying um that uh you know it's it's just getting started um and maybe that's why our our logo is what it is uh we're growing and uh more more things to come uh just keep tuning in we love everybody for tuning in thanks for being there if you happen to and you can please go out of your way to subscribe it means a lot to us and uh after all of that good night you big bunch of beauties Life podcast.